This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. If you're looking for love, well, you've come to the wrong place. Because Kirsten and Scally, well, they don't know a thing. And the men that they cast on this show are truly a disgrace. So we don't care about the love that might be there. Yeah, we just want to see the drama. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Love Island wrap up. Uh, We've got many hours of Love Island to cover today, so we're going to jump right into it. As always, I'm Kirsten McInnes, joined by uh, my bestie, Brian Scally. Scally, how are you? Ew, I am so excited to be here. (laughs) I am very excited. Uh, We have a a lot of content to talk about with Love Island. Uh, So much has happened since we have last discussed, but uh, overall, very excited and excited about our guest. Yes. Before we bring in our amazing guest, I just need to point out that Love Island is doing the same thing they did last year, where they'll be like, no episode on Monday. Oh, but surprise, Sunday's two hours. Can they just be, I want consistency. That's all I ask. And they are not giving it to me and it's rude. You would love Trina. Yes, exactly. She's very (laughs) consistent. Uh, Sorry, I hope she's not disrespecting you by being so consistent with me, but it's fine. Uh, But we do have an amazing guest, Uh, someone who I I don't know how we got him to watch Love Island. I I really don't know how it happened, but uh, so glad that he is here. Chappelle is here. Hi, Hi guys. How are (laughs) y'all? I'm good. How are you? I, I don't know how I got here. I don't know how we ended up here. Like I decided very early in the pandemic to just let Scally make decisions for me. And this is where I landed. So thank you for having me. I'm happy to be on the podcast. So it's going great. <laughs> we, we've all been there. There comes a point in your life where things are in such disarray that you just say, Scally, what should I do? And then his Capricorn ass will tell you what to do. And then he will not stop telling you what to do. And now he makes your decisions. It's, it just happens. Uh, and you know what? I recommend it. If anyone else is having trouble in their life and you don't have direction and you need clarity, ask Brian Scally what to do. He'll tell you. Oh, yeah. I'm very indecisive in my own life, but I have no problem making everyone else's decisions. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Yes. Well, yeah, that's that's how I ended up here. I let Scally do the thinking and I'm okay with it. So, yeah, you're right. Okay. So uh, how do you feel about uh, the couples, uh, what you've seen of the structure of the show so far? Like, how how was this introduction to Love Island for you? Yeah. Like, as y'all know, this is my first romp in the, you know, hot dummies on the island. I I just tiptoed into, uh, you know, too hot to handle. And that was a thing that happened. Okay. (laughs) Um, And now we're doing this. And this is also something. Uh, I really, I really like, I like looking at these people a lot. They are pretty people. And, um, you know, I have some strong opinions about some of the things I've seen. But I really, I guess I'm still trying to lock down the format of this show. It's like, 
we get some hot dummies on an island. We get some more hot dummies on an island. We couple them up, but we kind of make it like musical chairs to where you can bounce around. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of like the week, I guess they say, okay, well, if you don't have a chair to sit on, (laughs) you don't have something to sit on, you got to go. And then like chair wise, of course, obviously. And then uh, I guess that's how you get eliminated from the show. Uh, Yeah, so that is one way that you can get eliminated from the show. Over the course of it, there will be more ways, um, such as all of the couples have to vote for one couple to get rid of off the island, or America could vote for, uh, these are our three favorites, they're safe, and now those three couples have to choose who goes home, or three couples will be up for elimination, and one man and one woman who aren't necessarily in a couple with each other will go home. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then what's really great, Chappelle, that I think you will love a lot, is at one point during the season they're going to split up all the men and women to different villas and bring in an entire new cast of men and women to tempt them in Casa Amor to see if they can break up the established couples so uh, many ways that people could go home and uh, maybe find love on this show you have my attention Uh, (laughs) uh, listen when you talk about the American vote I, I didn't know this was coming. So I watched the most recent episode and I saw like, okay, America voted and they want to send this person on a date. And they decide to send Corey on a date with all the new three, the three new sexy decoys, right? Because we have to find somebody for Corey because he's such a nice guy, blah, 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 blah. Listen, what is y'all's theme song? I don't care about the love that might be there. We just want to see the drama. America, this is your chance to give us drama. You should be voting for drama. No, we're just voting because we don't want Corey off the show. He's such a nice guy. Like, no, vote for Leanne to be going out with with Zico. What are y'all doing? We have the ability to make these decisions. We have the we have the technology, you guys. Why are we (laughs) dropping the ball here? They should have voted for all three to go on a date with Zico and really um, made things wild. Yeah, um, we'll get there. Except, yeah. but okay, here's the thing, though. But Corey really does seem like such a oh nice guy, God. and I want Whoa. him to find the couple. Whoa. <laughs> oh, my I have thoughts. I think there's a way we could have gotten both things out of this, okay. and uh, we'll get there because I yeah. feel like they really dropped the ball with how this was handled. Yes, but but the last thing we covered was when Josh uh, and Amy were having a hot tub date. So it's been a minute. Um, I know someone asked if the hot tub was suspiciously low on water, but I didn't notice that. Uh, I don't remember about it being suspiciously slow. Uh, What has been pointed out is like whenever they film in hot tubs on TV, you can't actually have it running for audio issues. So you're just sitting in a pool of warm water together more so that's what i noticed now listen there is nothing wrong with spending time in the tub okay you don't need the jets as long as it's warm it's fine i mean people have baths together it's fine yeah but like don't you change the water after that? Like they're all using this. Yeah, hot that's tub. true. That's true. Well, but no one else is having access to the hot tub because it's like on the roof. I guess. So I do think it was the first time it was used. So the thing is, y'all, you you guys only record every few episodes because you know it's come. This show comes on every day, and it would just be impossible to do that. Um, but the thing is, that episode four was at least six hours long. So <laughs> I think that by, by not recording directly after that, you leave yourself wide open to have to cover a month's worth of television because that was the longest episode of TV I've ever sat through in my entire life. Mm-hmm. And I swear, I thought The Bachelorette was bad. But this, 
was like, I, I legit like took a nap, woke up, like mopped, I ate, I left, I came back, and they were still in the damn hot tub. I was just like, what is happening? It could have been an email. Oh my gosh, a very, very long ass damn email. It was just like, oh, it was too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. For any of the episodes to have been two hours, it was unfortunate that it was that one, I would say in particular, but yeah. you know. We got some good stuff. We got played again by CBS. They're always playing us and it's not okay. Uh, Shannon was just like unreasonably upset about Amy coming in. Like she's so rude to this woman. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When Amy comes in and she's just asking like very like, oh, hey, how is everyone? Who are you interested in? Oh, does anyone here speak Spanish? Is anyone vegan? Both of which Will is. And Shannon's like, Oh, I'm so bored. <laughs> like, you are such a boring woman. <laughs> like, okay, Shannon. <laughs> okay, well, to be fair, talking about the fact that you're vegan is not, like, the most entertaining thing. Like, what, next she's going to talk about how she runs marathons? Like, I don't know. Well, I'm of two minds. So, in a way, I was like, oh, look at her bonding very quickly with someone with, like, in- like you know, interest. Like, oh, you're vegan as well? Oh, look, I speak Spanish. And then they break into Spanish you know, language, and then everyone else is just sitting there watching them. And so in a way, I'm like, and you know, it's your native tongue, you can speak that language if you want to. But in another world, I'm like, we're all on a dating show together. Please speak English with us so we, we don't feel like y'all are whispering in each other's ear directly in front of us. And so like, you know, I'll never say it's rude to speak in your native tongue, but definitely if we're in a group setting and we're all having a group conversation, for you to be like, hey, by the way, como estas usted? You know, like, oh, okay. Like, no, I'm right here. I would like to know what we, ustas, usted, you know, like, let, tell me, you know, so there. <laughs> See, now, I guess I'm just an ignorant Canadian, but I thought that, like, a lot of people in the States speak Spanish, and so I was a little surprised that uh, nobody else besides Will and Amy had any Fluently. level of language skill. I mean, they may have like taken Spanish 101, but like, I don't think that the hot dummies are necessarily learning the second language on the most part. Well, yeah. you'd think they would want to for when they go on vacation. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. I'm, look, I'm from Texas. Like, every third person here speaks Spanish, so it's kind of normal. And even though I'm not fluent, if you talk to me long enough in Spanish, like, I can understand, you know, I can pick up enough to know what's going on. But if you're sitting here flirting with somebody directly in front of me, not only am I offended because I don't understand what's going on, so I kind of feel left out. I'm also nosy as hell. And so I'm like, uh, could you please just, like, no disrespect, but translate for me so I can get the gossip because I want to know what's going on here. So, yeah, I get why they were a little taken aback, but Shannon is doing the most right there. Yeah, especially when Josh decides, let me show you the fridge and the rest of the house, apparently, decides that that is top priority rather than speaking to Shannon. She's a chef. She needs to see the fridge. I just Shannon is uh, I have questions about Shannon so you get so this is what we're covering three episodes so I just need to know like the Shannon arc so far is that she went it was her and Josh and then she turned out like Josh I'm not really liking the way you're treating me I feel disrespected she said that a whole bunch I, I'm very proud of her for saying how she felt and she told this man that he was horrible and that she is not going to stand for this. And I will not be treated like this. You know, I don't go for stuff like that. Like I deserve better. And then when it was time for her to have to choose a couple, she was like, come on back, Josh. It's all good. Is that yeah. what happened? She was, what? She's going to pick Christian? I mean, don't get me wrong. He, the, most, the second most offensive hair on this show is Christian. Um, <laughs> but like, seriously, at some point, you have to say like, you gotta try something else. You just bit 
I just sat through three hours of you talking about how horrible this guy is for you, just for you to pick him and be like, I think we can work it out. No, you cannot get rid of him. What are you doing? I didn't like it. It caught me off guard. I didn't like it. So I think that Shannon and Josh look like a very stereotypical Love Island couple. They look like a couple we've seen before. They look like couples that have won the show before. And so I think that both of them in their heads are like, well, we should stick together because it's safe. But then they're not functional. They don't get along that much if they're not hooking up uh, and they're not compatible. But it's like, well, it's too dangerous to to switch it up. Mm, See, it's tough because outside of that first conversation where he like finally pulls her after going on the date with Amy and she's just like oh I'm too tired I can't focus I don't even want to have this conversation generally like she is engaging in it and I'm wondering more so if Shannon uh, wants the drama and wants the screen time and knows that like having a rocky relationship is going to lead to that uh, saw it very successfully done whether or not on purpose by Mackenzie last year so I think Shannon dare compare Shannon to Mackenzie <laughs> Dipman, you <laughs> demon! How dare you? <gasps> I'm not saying they are the same. I am saying maybe in one's mind they would like to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Shannon wants to be what Mackenzie is, but she cannot be that girl. She is <laughs> so, not that girl. Yeah, it's not <laughs> ideal. Like when Josh is talking, even like to the boys about Shannon's jealousy, and like they're all saying, like you didn't do anything wrong, and like yeah, he could have probably gone and checked in with her a little earlier but i think shannon knows what she's doing here at the same time well yeah because then they're hooking up that night under the blanket <laughs> uh, she frustrates me because i was trying to go with her on the journey of like no embrace your power like don't be this bad they're gonna walk over you if you feel like you're not appreciated say it and then she just takes them all back and i'm like well there you go. Wearing your maid outfit like you always do. Like, you know, like put your clown nose on, you know, what are you doing? But if it's for TV, you know, maybe she knows it's for TV time. Also, the other option was whatever his name was, uh, the guy with the offensive hair. So, you know, maybe she was just like, well, it's better than nothing. Um, it wasn't I, only his hair that was offensive. Yeah. Um, yeah. True. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, at that point, it really is going to be who you can stay on the show. There's a couple things she says later that make me also a little curious as to what went into the decision. Um, I don't think that Shannon is necessarily locked in to Josh long-term, but at the same time, like you only have so many options at a certain point, yeah. especially One, when it's, you know, eight fifty nine and the recouplings at nine o'clock. Yeah. And I don't think Josh is like locked in on her either. So, no. which again, I think he's more than she is though. Yeah. Cause remember he's a clinger. It's a big problem. Um, Amy also like tries to go for Will, but Will is like, no, I like Kira. I'm I'm with her. Um, so that's not super dramatic. Uh, well, to we- start, <laughs> he's <laughs> like, oh yeah, I'm focused on Kira, and then like talking about them as soon as they go on a date, and she's like, I'm still into you. He's like, you know what? You are persistent, and I like it. I yeah. am open to getting to know you. <laughs> it's like, okay, that doesn't take long, but sure. Why not? Um, I don't know. I know there was a lot of conspiracy about Will and Kira having known each other before the show. I don't know that I necessarily am like locked in on that being true, but at the same time, I don't know why he's so locked on Kira necessarily. Listen, they knew each other. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> See? 
I, I, what do what are what are our opinions about Kira, the television character? Like, what do we what do we what do we think about her? I feel like she's too young for this experience. She's sure acting like it. Like she's a, <laughs> she's just a baby. Is she the youngest yeah. person on the show? Yeah. It's like her and what Corey. So she's yeah, twenty three, and then I think the youngest guy is twenty four. There's so a like, lot of twenty four year olds though. Are there? Like, there are like a number of there are enough where the age difference is not that different it is um i don't I know if it's a difference in maturities like insecurity whatever the case may be it's just that kira over these couple of episodes definitely has like a number of insecure moments as mm-hmm. per their relationship that uh i'm not sure how their relationship is surviving based on this well they're really hot and they like to kiss each other Fair. Yeah, <laughs> and that can be enough. Yeah, most relationships aren't built on anything. At least this one's built on a solid foundation of like <laughs> we look good and we like to kiss, and we're yeah. on the show where they embrace that, and I appreciate that much. But her insecurities were definitely showing throughout the episodes. Like, I think you can sustain like some pretty bad situations on "You're Hot and I Like to Kiss You" <laughs> and on an island. Like they set the ambiance. Like this is the perfect place to like. Okay, our whole relationship is based on physical attraction, alcohol, and the beach. And I mean, if you're going to make it happen, where else? You know, where else could you be to where this would be functional? So when they leave, no, I don't have any faith in this couple. But in this setting, sure, it's fine. It's fine. I don't think they'll be getting like married. Oh. Or even necessarily making it to the end of the season as a no, couple. No, I don't think they're making it to the end of the season either. You said something earlier that was interesting to me. You said that people have won this show before that looked like Josh and Shannon. And what my initial response was, you can win this show? So at, the end, at the end, America votes for their favorite couple to get $100,000. Oh. Yes. Chappelle what? suddenly wants to go on Love Island. <laughs> so there I is mean, a there's like a gamifying of the show at a certain point that like isn't really openly talked about but if you're not getting along super well and like time's a ticking like better get in a relationship and make it look happy Mm -hmm. yeah okay because i can see like Corey sneaking into this money just because america seems to be obsessed with him having someone even though it doesn't look like any of these women are actually interested in him i'm sorry i said it okay don't shoot Nobody seems to like him that way. I'm just saying, it's like it just seems very like it's just very cash, you know. They're they're very like, oh, you know, like Corey seems very nice, or he seems very funny, and I, I, I'm attracted to nice guys. Blah blah blah. Like, no, you're not. Stop it. You know, like tall, toxic, and thighs. That's what the women are looking for. (laughs) Or it's tall. He's just not toxic enough. He's not doing. He's not giving them what they need. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly right. Not tall and toxic enough because everybody has the same uh, type as me. We're just talking about uh, Kirsten Mitzkin's types. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> uh, the weirdest is we get, like, before he leaves, apparently Cash and Christian are, like, kind of decent friends. Uh, and they have a conversation where Christian is like, things are going to shake up in the villa today. Like, I can feel it. And starts, like, ratting out Jeremy that he's not as into Trina as he's saying he was uh, by saying, she's trying to trap my mans. Um, okay, Christian. <laughs> Didn't love that. Whose mans is that. this? <laughs> <laughs> like, 
no thank you um so christian is like you know a little bit stirring the pot and that's where cash is kind of conflicted we're like oh he didn't he doesn't want me to say anything but i want to give trina a warning like girl code i feel like i should really be telling her about this uh doesn't seem to you know pay off in the future as far as girl code but (laughs) yeah when are we going to talk about girl code you know what (laughs) I, i i love to see women persevere and have like strong moments of togetherness but there's a big, strong misogyny part in me that deep down is like, yes, women, burn. Show them how you do us. Defund these women because these women have birthdays and you can't trust them. Never trust a woman with a birthday. I'm telling you, look at how they do each other. Women are so mean to each other. This ca- this cachet and Trina stuff, it was so hard to watch. I want them both to love themselves and they are acting like they'd rather fight over a dude. I just don't see it. I want them to do better. But also, for all the women who have done me wrong, there you go. You know? (laughs) Hey, we gotta put all of that aside. I also, I feel like it's not even that Trina and Cache are fighting over a guy. It's that they're both like fighting for a guy they're trying to be friends but trina i feel like is a way worse friend than cash is and i am on cache's side uh in everything Uh, yeah they're they're not friends let's just be very clear trina trina would like to be friends with cache in a different world but in a world where it is a competition for this man She's like, hey, Kesha, you can be for everybody and you can play the fence and all this other stuff. I'll straddle the fence and, oh, well, I'm pushing him away. It's totally my fault and none of his fault. You can say all those things you want to. Trina's got her eyes on the prize. I, like I said, I love to see women persevere and stuff like that. But the drama that ensues when a cat fight happens is just so good that I could not pass up on talking about this. Um, man. It's hard to watch, but like, okay, again, I did say when he came in, Cinco is very hot. We all know this. He's not this hot. He's not worth all of this. Thing is, I think this is very tame and people are getting very upset about it. And this happens all the time on the show. Like every Mm -hmm. single person says in their opener, like, and I saw a direct like clip from cash that's like if i go in and i'm interested in someone and he's with someone like what am i not gonna try like i'm gonna do it and so like yeah trina and cash are friends and i don't think that she's gone about it the best way and she has acknowledged that and apologized and if cash accepts that apology and wants to move on then like that's up to her but like trina's doing nothing different than like any other person in here is doing so i'm curious to see like to talk to people who do have the opinion that like she is more of a villain as like i see the general fan base taking that side i mean i think if you have to choose a villain which i really sure. don't think there is a, i mean if there's a villain it's freaking Cinco for not being able to make his mind up uh but i i do <laughs> think that the way it's framed like um when they have later on the girls like trip and they're spilling the tea and all of that uh like Cache is trying to be like, yeah, this is really my fault. And I'm like, this is how I feel. And like, I know you probably feel some kind of way about it too. And Trina's like, well, I don't know why you would attack me and make me seem like such a monster. And it's like, nobody did that. So then it makes people. I kind of agree with her. I, got, I, agree with uh, yeah. no, I do. I'm a Sally on this one. Are you kidding me? Because I, th- I don't think that Cache makes it seem like Trina was like, 
doing anything wrong. And if sure. anything, the issue is that Cinco went to Cache and was like, Trina tried to kiss me. That's why there's drama. It wouldn't no. even be drama. It's his sure. fault. But no, the thing that Cache did, and okay, again, we're jumping way oh, ahead. But the Tell thing that Cache did, where she was like, <laughs> if he doesn't end up with me, it's my fault. It has nothing to do, making it seem like Trina is just a total non entity. She has no personality. Yeah. She didn't win Cinco because she is like a good, fun, cool person. She was just the backup because Cache did not open up fast enough. And so, like, I love Cache, but Trina is not like, uh, some nobody that he's settling for because like he had no other option. It's he is interested in Trina. Well, yeah, yeah sure. But I also think <laughs> that Keshe is right that if no. she had opened up that they could have had something maybe, nah, but nah. again, I don't believe in any of this love. I've learned my lesson. Yeah, yeah, that's no, fine. Is, the subtext <laughs> is right there though. First of all, Keshe said this while sitting directly next to Trina. Okay. And she's like, he really wants me, but I keep pushing him away into the arms of his like second choice. It's basically what she said. And Trina's like, or I am a viable option who's sitting right next to you, who he finds attractive. And and honestly, he finds me probably more attractive than he finds you because for something is drawing him to me all the time. Whereas you pushing him away is just giving him an excuse to stray. And that's what was bothering me the most about what she was saying is that she's saying like, oh, I'm taking all the blame for this. This is completely on me when it's not. You can push him away and he can still say like, hey, I would like to fight for you or I would like to be there for you or I'd like to stick this out. But he is like, yeah, push me away a little bit. I got somewhere else to go. And then he's telling you, I can't make up my mind. And then we see at the end when he does make up his mind that I'm just hoping she doesn't think that that's her fault because none of this is your fault. You just gave him an out. Like, Don't do that. Why do women do that? Preston, why do women do that? Oh, yeah. I'm speaking for women as a model. Yeah, now. Do women do That's that? right. Why um, women's? women's? Put your why women's in the chat. Oh, shut oh, no. up, <laughs> I think that what we can all agree on is that this is really the fault of the patriarchy. Yeah, for sure. And then it's okay because I've benefited from that sometimes. So, you know, <laughs> I'm joking, kind of. Um, my issue, though, is still that, like, I don't like this. I, I want her to love herself more to where she can say, like, hey, even though I don't, I have commitment issues. Like this man could literally be invested in my journey through these issues as well. And he's choosing not to be. Um, and what she's mostly doing is saying like, no, I'm forcing him into the arms of someone else. And that's just not the case. Y'all haven't even known each other that long. He could give you some more time. He doesn't want to. Again, yes, it is his fault. Even when he does make his decision, <laughs> even when he makes his decision, he's like talking to Trin. He's like, I've decided I want to pursue you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she's like, oh, okay, cool. Well, are you going to tell, like, Cash that? And he's like, yeah, I have to. And she's like, well, do you want to go right now? Like, do you want to tell her? And he's like, no, no, I don't maybe, want to do that. <laughs> maybe not now. Maybe I'm never going to tell her. And I'm just going to tell yeah. you that I told yeah. her. Listen, I'm a fan of leaving doors open when necessary. <laughs> he did not say he did not want to pursue both of them. He just said that he wanted to pursue Trina. Yeah. <laughs> well, to be fair. Cash oh said you God. have until midnight to make a decision. Yes. I mean, I think the decision has been made, but uh, I don't know. I really, I don't blame anyone here that much. I feel like you're on day five of Love Island. It's not that serious. Yeah. That is true. And None you, of this you, is that deep. You knew what you came here for. Like Scotty said earlier, they all come in like, I'm Mr. Steal Your Girl. I'm Mr. Mm-hmm. Steal Your Girl. Blah, blah, blah. Like we saw that on, um, the hot dummies on the island and the the, the fake hot dummies on the island. Like uh, the, <laughs> Carly comes in and she's like, 
I love this kind of stuff. This is my favorite thing. I'm, I don't I don't get attached. And then by the end, she's crying over that loser. You know, so it's kind of like, uh, you know, like come in with your, get your head in the game. Know what you're about to do and just protect your feelings. It's really hard when you're kissing all over each other, but you got to do it because this is kind of messy. Don't get me wrong. I kind of love it. But also, I would want them to love themselves more so they don't look so foolish sometimes. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. I have feelings. I had emotion. I had opinions about this one. <laughs> you know, listen, before we get off of this, this couple, because this is really my favorite thing in the world, honestly, right now. Um, I like the moment where Cachet is telling him, like, you know, don't have me all hooking up with you just for you to go pick somebody the next night. And he's like, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, do, I wouldn't do that. What are you talking about? Like, I just, I just hook up with you and then do that. It's like, he literally just hooked up with you last night. And now he's telling you to your face that he has not decided. He's doing the thing that you just said you don't want him to do and that y'all are laughing about it. Please love yourself. Like, F-Boy Island doesn't start for another two weeks. Like, I, I don't understand. Hey, when women put men in these positions to where we have to make oh my god stop it <laughs> have to be nicer to us Nepal needs to stop watching hot dummies on island shows because he's gonna get himself canceled I am I mean, most of this is uh, said tongue in cheek but come <laughs> a butt come yeah, a butt you know sometimes you have to leave doors open and you, you know you're dating life and maybe that happens and other people like I definitely don't relate to any of that but you know, I could see the thought process behind it. Again, it's day five of Love Island. <laughs> hey, <laughs> but a day in Love in Island is like a week and a week is like a month, Scally. There are people that will break up at Casa more and have, be like, okay, now like they saying they love each other by the end of the show. Like, let's keep going. There are three new women entering by the end of this week. <laughs> like, you're not so settled as you think you are. Oh yeah. my goodness. Ugh. Um, yeah, the big narrative of the, the long episode is about Shannon being jealous, though. Like it just keeps coming up and up and up. <laughs> so boring. I, it, it's so, it's, I don't think that is it's inherently boring. I just think it's anticlimactic considering what she ends up doing. And I could see if she did it and she like was very truthful with us. Like this is probably going to be nothing, but like right now he's the most, like I've had the most connection with him and I just want to like, we can, we might be able to salvage it, but it seemed like on the episode that I just watched, she was like, no, I think we've come so far since that, since that thing that we did since that whole, you know, week where I just complained about how disrespected and how horrible he made me feel. I just think we've healed. I was like, no, Shannon, no, you have not. You don't have to do this. You don't have to. You don't have to. Um, there's also a lot with so the Jeremy also goes on a date with Amy, and uh, I feel like Jeremy's stock plummeting over the course of these episodes. Uh, just worse and worse and worse, culminating with all the women saying Jeremy's the worst kisser of all the guys. It really makes it clearer when Amy is like, you know, Jeremy and Isaiah like kind of same level, but Jeremy took longer to get there. Like. Oh, the kissing. She's <laughs> like, training him. She's teaching him how to be a good kisser. Which that man is what? He's 28. He should not need to be taught at this point. <laughs> he should know by now. Come on. Why, why yeah. do you think he doesn't know? Do, you, do we know that he doesn't know? Like maybe he knows and he's just something he's working on. That's why he's on the show. He needs to practice. 
I don't think that man has the the posture of someone who knows that they're a bad kisser. <laughs> he doesn't carry himself like it. He thinks he's a good kisser. Yeah, relatable. But he thought wrong. So also relatable. <laughs> okay, <Yeah>. Chappelle. <laughs> right. Uh, I don't know because especially at the point of the week where it is still Jeremy and Trina, like you come out like, oh, Trina's like getting scorned here like she's gonna be have like a redemption arc and jeremy really is not coming off well i don't really think that he has had much of a storyline since then um but he ends up with amy and it's kind of been like a little bit of nothing for jeremy from there feel like he has come out looking pretty okay considering uh where he started the week because i feel like trina has been painted in a bad light therefore making things that he did seem more reasonable uh in the past but not ideal for either of them really i yeah jeremy mm, he looks worse and worse to me every time Uh, (laughs) yeah i just don't see now that i know this is a competition show i don't see this for jeremy um, because Amy is so exciting to me, like watching her on like, and the way she interacts with everybody else, even the way they talk about her, they're like she's fun and she's outgoing and she likes to explore and all this other stuff. And then you got Jeremy who's like a nothing burger, you know, on the show. So it's kind of like, I, I have to imagine she's going to leave him for greener pastures later on. But even if they do make it to the end together, they're not winning anybody's vote, like not together. Cause she could do, I don't know if she could do better, but she could definitely be better television with someone else. She could do better. I'll say it. She could do better. On this like show, most, who, do you, who do you think would like, be? There will, there will be more hot guys coming in. Oh, I was just talking about of the options that we have currently on the table. She I, you know. would be really cute with Corey, okay? They or with Isaiah. Or, oh, yes. Actually, Isaiah and Amy, very good couple. And they're showing interest in each other. I didn't love when um amy and isaiah go on their first date and like they have like really good banter they're clicking really well and he's like oh like it's so great we have this great conversation we'll deal with the whole like vegan meat thing later i don't (laughs) think sir you're gonna be able to deal with that i think that is kind of stuck to stay um but so far i really do like them as a couple even though we haven't gotten that much from them i think they're cute i think they would be a very good looking couple my and only, that's important. Yeah, my only trepidation is that, like, okay, like you you bond with Amy, but honestly, everybody bonds with Amy. She just has one of those infectious personalities. So I wonder if, like, if it's one sided, you know, like if he's like really into Amy and she doesn't have those same feelings because it looks like it definitely looks like he's into her, but with Amy, like she's she's can do this with anyone, and I, and that's to her credit. Like where she like she walks into a room, I think she just kind of attracts people, and so I wonder if. Like if that would be something that we could see, you know, for a longer period of time or if it would just kind of be like a flash in the pan and go away very quickly. Yeah, I mean, she did say that like that Isaiah like matched Jeremy's level in only one day. I don't think that's saying a lot. I don't think Jeremy has really Mm -hmm. made great inroads. I don't think they're a super strong couple, but for him to already be there in one day, I think that Amy probably is more interested in him than anyone else currently in the villa. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, do we want to talk about the Babe Watch challenge? <laughs> Definitely. Which challenge was this? Explain to me what's going on here. Okay, so the men are dressed as lifeguards and they have to run an obstacle course. They have to show their moves. They have to go on a water slide. They have to go on a slippery walk. They have to fight an inflatable shark and then they have to kiss a girl. It's a lot. 
It's a lot to do. Mm-hmm. Very standard Love Island challenge. Um, what really comes of this, I would say, um, was when Josh throws his hat to Shannon to kiss Amy. Shannon's pissed. Yeah. I don't blame her. But at the same time, I'm glad he did it. Give us TV. <laughs> well, and I love it too, because he's not even like, oh yeah, well, I think I might like Amy. He's like, I just wanted to kiss her and see <laughs> like what's going on. Yeah. I mean, who among us? Right. <laughs> who among us? I also um really liked that uh Giovanni is still trying with Olivia. He is really putting in the work. Uh yeah. King Giovanni. We we like Giovanni on the podcast, but like Giovanni uh, uh, is uh, I mean like I can t- like he's he seems really likable. I don't know how invested I am in the relationship though with him and Olivia. Like Oh, not at all. Zero yeah, percent like, invested in the relationship. Right. Let's make that clear. We're invested in Giovanni and hopefully he finds a better partner. Right. Cause okay, cool. As long as we're on the same page. Cause I was like, he seems nice enough, but like I don't care about anything that's going on with him, Olivia. I actually like his commentary about everybody else a little bit better. Like he can he's like a good narrator for the show. He can definitely like hop in and like and just kind of move the story when the new women come in. He's very much like the so what are your types? Who like what do you like? You know, he asks yeah. the question. He's like, what's your love language? Yeah, you look at him hosting the show. And um uh, I like that for him, but I don't care at all about I I'd forgot her name. And not, not to say she's forgettable, but them together are definitely forgettable. Yeah. I would say I mean, Olivia's forgettable. I oh. cared about them insofar as it kept Giovanni on the show and got Christian off of the show, which was mm-hmm. my interest here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't love how Olivia talks about Giovanni all the time. <laughs> I feel like it doesn't feel uh, great. She like it's always more so like it, at first was like a failure of Christian. Like she just I didn't see anything ultimately. And so like Giovanni is like quirky and weird. It's kind of endearing and it almost feels like she's looking down on him a little bit. She doesn't like see it as an equal. It doesn't feel yeah. great. I just feel, I don't know. There's always like this tinge of weirdness in and how Olivia is speaking like, about Giovanni for me. So I'm not yeah. rooting for it by any means. And I hate to break it to you, Olivia, but Giovanni's hotter than you. Like, uh, <laughs> cut it out. Like, yeah, it's the thing where your person, their personalities don't mesh, and so what she's doing is convincing herself that she likes him. She's like, no, he he's kind of he's goofy and kind of fun, and I could enjoy that a little bit. You know, that's kind of it's it's growing on me. And it's like nobody wants to hear that. Like, do you like me or not? Because if you don't, there are other women here, and I could go talk to them. And like I said, he seems like a pretty likable guy. I don't think he'd have any issue connecting to some of the other women. And so she should release him from that. I just don't think she thinks there's any other viable options for her. And so now she has to kind of keep him at arm's length. Like, okay, you can't go too far because then I'm going to be the one, you know, stuck out, you know? Yep. And that's the thing. I really want to see if Giovanni does explore anything with any of the three new women because so far we haven't gotten any hint of that. Not that they've been in the villa for any you know significant amount of time, but I'm a little worried that Giovanni is more invested in Olivia and come new guy, Olivia is going to be, you know, eyes over there. Yeah. The audacity, like Olivia keeps talking about how uh, she's always the center of attention. She's always the one entertaining people, blah, 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 blah. Where, where is the entertainment, Olivia? What are you giving us? Nothing. You're giving us nothing. <laughs> 
<laughs> Go girl, do the minimum. Yeah. Like, exactly. <laughs> I also think Shannon is another person who we have to look at like as is going to stray the first time there's another viable option. Like this whole like drama that she has going on with Josh is whatever. But the first time she sees like, I mean, again, it was Josh standing up there next to Christian. Okay, fine. I'll take Josh back. But like the first time there's another decent option. Like she has like she's jumping ship. There's no way she sticks this out unless she's just here for drama Mm -hmm. for drama's sake. Yeah. Shannon, great TV. Don't understand her as a person whatsoever based on the edit we're getting. It is I want to chase someone. I don't want them to be like too clingy. And then Josh leaves the villa for 35 minutes to sit in a hot tub. And it's, I don't want to have to chase him. I want him back. What's going on. And then she's like mad at him, but then she's not mad at him. And then they're super close and then they're not good, but then they are together. And then like Isaiah comes in and she's interested in him, but Oh, he's doing too, not enough work. And she's not even talking to him at all. And so it's like, I can't follow what Shannon wants at all. And I don't know if that's a failure of the editing. Um, in so that they're just using her and whatever makes an interesting storyline for one night. Or if she is not really sure what she wants as a person in real life. Mm. And I have no insight on that at all. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. We shall see. We shall see. Um, Corey, we we do get the the little spark of um, Trina and Corey kind of make, build a friendship. They like there's nothing there, but they do kind of build a friendship to set up for at the recoupling when they will be like a friend couple. Well, um, he says he's like I haven't even spoken to Trina before today. Yeah, <laughs> so, like uh, which I don't know why. If he kind of like you know Christian was running around being like, did you hear that? Like they're gonna break up, and Jeremy doesn't like her. So like if you know she's an available option, like Corey, we gotta like put some feelers out there. Yeah, buddy. but Trina was acting like she was in it for the long haul with. Uh, you can have a friend conversation though. <laughs> well, yeah, that's like, true. That is true. But you know, I think that Corey just, he just strikes me as like a little bit socially awkward. It's endearing. Um, let me have my crush in peace. Let me live. Chappelle. Okay. Get that look off your face. Oh, Bryce Isaiah is going to fight you over Corey. He's on yeah, I know. Bryce right is like, who's that, who's that guy with the tattoos and the white bandana? <laughs> it's Corey. I was like, oh, I get such good vibes off him. And he's like, that's my future husband. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, don't worry. No interest in actually dating anyone off these stupid shows. So it's fine. Um, Bryce can have him. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's be, it's because I wouldn't let down my walls enough. And yeah, uh, I You're wouldn't let Corey in. So I've really yeah. pushed him away. So if Corey chooses Bryce, it's Bryce. really my fault. <laughs> right. A hundred percent your fault. Nothing to do with anybody. <laughs> mm, love yourself. Uh, but yeah, basically, I, is there anything else before the recoupling that we need to touch on? Because I feel like I'm just like ready to move on with my life. Um, no, I feel like we're pretty good. I, I thought it was interesting when like uh, the conversation between Josh and San- Shannon and she like really does stand up to him here, which again, like Chappelle said, like you're like, yeah, like go girl. But then very much, you know, 
especially because she walks and says like to Amy, like I've never stood my ground more and then goes to not stand her ground by picking him in the recoupling. Not ideal, but again, lack of other options. Yeah, what? She's going to pick Christian and Christian looked particularly bad at the recoupling. (laughs) It's offensive. (laughs) Like his hair was already bad, but he looked so disheveled. Like he knew he wasn't getting picked and he was upset. Like he, he did not look like an appealing option in that moment. Um, I thought it was interesting also because Amy was like when she went to her and said like oh I never stood my ground Amy's like there's no coming back from that you can't pick him don't go with him don't pick him it's like do you just want him out of the villa (laughs) like what is going on you are very invested in her not going back with him all of a sudden listen are we all not invested in that because quite (laughs) frankly he can go he can go I told y'all the second I knew he was a baseball player that he was a a problem okay so (laughs) That's fair. Uh, but yeah, so recoupling, we end up with the couples. Uh, Amy picks Jeremy. Uh, Kira picks Will. Cash picks Cinco. Olivia picks uh, Giovanni. Uh, Trina picks Corey. And Shannon picks Josh. And Christian goes home. And the crowd goes wild. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I would say really the only one I'm like super surprised with here since the last podcast would have been Olivia and Giovanni because they did not seem to be connecting at all. But otherwise, like everyone kind of ended where we thought they would since we saw that Jeremy and Trina were already kind of on the wrong path. Uh, Pretty predictable at this point. Yeah, they gave us exactly what we expected. Um, But Josh was surprised. He did not think he was going to get to stay. Yeah, I mean, should he? Like the rest of us are surprised too, quite frankly. I mean, like, don't you know, for the sake of staying on the show and having, like, like Scott said, drama and TV, like, yeah, Shannon should stay with Josh. But we just sat through an hour and a half episode of her talking about how horrible he is and how she's not going to let him do it to it again and blah, 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 blah. And he's been, he sat through a week of it. Like, he's been doing this for days and we just sat through an hour and a half of it and I was sick of it. So if I was him, I'd probably be thinking, like, eh, this is my time. And so for him to get chosen, I know he's like, why? You know, like, thank, thank you, but also, what? Hmm? I kind of feel like even just without, like, wanting screen time, like, just wanting to stay on the show for longer, I think Josh is the choice, regardless here. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so, too. Um, Giovanni also thought that it was going to be over for him, but Olivia is like, oh, I want to be laughing with you. Yeah. I'd rather be laughing with you than serious with someone I don't see a future with. So, like, are you implying that you see a future with Giovanni? Because I don't believe you. No, <laughs> she'd rather be laughing with someone she doesn't see a future with exactly. than being serious exactly. with someone she doesn't see a future with. Exactly. That's so, so condescending. Like, oh, no, you're great. Oh, we'd love to laugh. It's like, or this is basically a hookup show and I would like to you to have some type of romantic feeling for me. She's like, yeah, but laugh. Like, yeah, but like, and this is what's so frustrating is most of the time people really respond well to funny people and find that as an actually like really attractive trait rather than Olivia just being like, oh yeah, uh, he's uh, funny, but I am not interested in him. Keep him six feet away from me at all times. Thanks. Sure. Well, there's no reason that like Olivia or any other person on the show has to be attracted to any one person. Like that's not, like what like the deal is it just i don't know it just feels different here there's a weird vibe there is a weird vibe look i'm unattractive and i lean on my comedy as well and you can tell when it's only landing you into the friend zone and so i i know he feels it 
You're a handsome man. Stop that. Stop oh. fishing for compliments. Oh gosh, like what? Me? I only I, hang out with hot people. It's important to me. part about my eyes. Stop it. Where'd you get those eyes from? Oh my god! <laughs> I thought you never noticed. Oh. Yeah, but no, I, I, I too, if I was in his position, I'd probably be thinking like, you know, this isn't the same. Like you look around and you see what everybody else has. You don't really have that. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I feel like, uh, so we get the hideaway and I feel like it's very early to be getting the hideaway in general. Um, but they give it to Kira and Will. Yes. (laughs) Kira and (laughs) Will. Feel like we could have waited a little bit here. I feel like had like Josh and Shannon not had their argument a night before probably goes to them instead. But uh, Kira and Will are the only couple who uh, didn't have any fight <laughs> through the yeah. last you know, couple days. So seems like the choice. Uh, I do appreciate that they put the hideaway episode on the Paramount Plus exclusive episode where they are allowed to be uh, unfiltered a little bit more. So we do have like some funny things yeah, uh, they, people are talking about. They specifically put this in the Paramount Plus episode so that they could keep the footage of Shannon telling Kira that she has. And I quote. The most perfect vagina she's ever seen in her life. That's what you're getting on Paramount Plus. Which, and like, <laughs> I, I, I don't even know what that means, first of all, because she's almost certainly talking about her vulva, not her vagina, because I don't think she's looking <laughs> inside of her. So uh, I don't know, man, but Paramount Plus, it's crazy. Listen, if I didn't get canceled earlier, I'm on the, the, the brink of getting canceled now. So I will abstain from this conversation. <laughs> uh, I've never abstained for anything in my life, but I'm going to abstain this time for sure. I like, though, that like the people in the villa are like, oh, do you think they're going to have sex tonight? Just like openly talking about like, do you think that's going to happen? Like, is it going to? But what? no, it, it, I, you know, I really thought that there was a chance. But they go in and start heavy, like they're making out on the balcony and like Kira and Will, she is wearing um, something that if you think you might have sex that night, you might wear. (laughs) And very quickly when they talk about how like, you know, I think that we should take the opportunity to talk and like, I don't want to rush things. Kira's like, I agree. I'm going to go change real quick. (laughs) (laughs) It's like normally uh, in that situation when someone goes, oh, let me put on something more comfortable. They actually mean putting on something much less comfortable. But Kira's <laughs> really subverting expectations here. Well, let me go put on sweatpants, please. <laughs> she says she's like, this is still sexy, but it's comfortable. <laughs> so <laughs> reasonable. Hey. Whatever works for you. Um, this is also when we get the situation where Trina approaches Cinco and it's like, hey, come to my bed, tries to kiss him. And Cinco's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, I have a connection with cash. Yeah, this was wild. <laughs> it's not as if like, oh, let's have a conversation about how I'm interested in you. Let me talk to Cash, who like she is friends with. And I think this is like where she did go wrong, was just not having the conversation with Cache and being like, hey. I am interested in Cinco. I am going to pursue him just so you know, because yes, me and Corey coupled up, but we are friends. And so had that conversation happened, I don't think this is as out of line, but where she's like falling back on the stairs into him and like leaning in and like come to my bed. Like, okay, (laughs) that is a lot. (laughs) Well, yeah. And because the thing is, the last thing we saw about uh, Trina with regards to Cinco is when she's talking to Jeremy, like, oh yeah, I'm like super relieved he didn't pick me. And then 
not showing any of her like actually realizing oh maybe i do like him more yeah. they didn't show us that the problem is this word friend so you, you go on these shows you barely know these people it's been five days and you're like we're friends and you're like but i'm gonna steal your man and he's like wait wait wait, wait hold on it's like well have they had the conversation beforehand no none of my friends could come to me and be like hey this girl that you're dating i'm interested in them i'm going to pursue them no what you're saying is that you would like to fight me you know like when i'm hearing is disrespect <laughs> you don't respect me and it, and it shows you know like that's how i feel when you say these things so for me to watch this show and you're like oh we're friends i would never do that to you what are you talking about but also i'm gonna pursue your man it's like pick one you have to pick one you cannot you can it cannot be both it cannot be both because y'all are both going to get emotionally invested in this man see that's the problem like you want to be friends with the person you're dating as well and the person you're dating can't be dating someone else y'all are gonna be friends like so yeah, this doesn't work. It's never going to work. And I don't know why they think it's going to work. They just need to just go ahead and draw the line in the sand and just kind of make everything known. Like, hey, I would love to be your friend in a normal situation. While we're on this island, we are competing against each other for the same man. And that's just what it is. Mm-hmm. I always find it interesting. It's tough because like, it just is the premise of the show. You have known your friend as long as you have known this person that you are interested in. So like, you don't really owe them anything more than you owe yourself or the person that you are pursuing. It's more interesting when you are, you know, let's say halfway three quarters of the way through the season and you are telling your best friend that you want to pursue their ex because they broke up and that you're now interested in them. But I think at this point, like, it can be a conversation. It's not fun. It's not ideal. It may ruin like the quote unquote friendship, but I think people have to come in expecting it, unfortunately. It just, it bothers me. I don't know. It it bothers, it just, it does bother me. But yeah, like you said, once you get halfway through the season, at that point, we should all, we know the game. Like we can be <laughs> friends when the cameras aren't rolling, but right now we got to do what we got to do. Cause at the end of the day, this is a hundred thousand dollars and I just met you. Um, it's like, Hey, I just met you and this is crazy. Um, but, but you know, I really want to pursue this person and also possibly win a lot of money. And then all afterwards, we can be cool. We can go to brunch. We can chop it up. We're probably never going to see these people again in our lives unless it's on Instagram. It'll be fine. But yeah, for the sake of te- the television show, I just I gotta stop throwing this friend word around. It's just not working. Yeah, Chappelle mm. said I didn't come here to make friends. Like this is not America's next best friend. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. We also get uh Cash and Cinco like kind of kissing a bit. Uh, which is a nice contrast to what mm-hmm. happened before, but I don't know. Eh. Well, yeah. Well, cause it's funny. Cause she like is showing affection. And as soon as she leaves, Cinco has a conversation with saying like, Oh, she's never done this with anyone before, like showing affection like that. This is so new for her. So like, I really appreciate it, but he does so by opening the shower door to a large communal shower that Josh and Jeremy are showering in. And I'm just, what house are you renting that there is this <laughs> large communal shower readily available? <laughs> like they are spread out across the room, but there are multiple shower heads in here. I'm very confused. Does a soccer team live here? Like what is going on? Sometimes you just need to have a communal shower. I don't, I don't this see many the problem. shower heads. It is the, like the size of my bedroom, that shower. <laughs> I mean, I've seen those showers in like foreign films. Foreign, foreign <laughs> films. Yeah, foreign. You know, watch um, foreign films. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, good to know. <laughs> I will send you some links. 
I would prefer oh. that you didn't actually. <laughs> oh, okay. Kirsten, I had no clue that you were uh, against the arts. Who oh, my know? God. <laughs> Whatever. Um, okay. Apparently, this actually was the same house that they filmed X on the Beach US in for seasons one and two. So oh. um, that's what I meant. X on the Beach Canada, probably <laughs> what I was thinking of. Wow. A foreign. Yeah, foreign films. That's what yeah. I was thinking of. Absolutely. Um, nothing out of the ordinary. <laughs> I just I feel like so much of this league has been just driven by the Trina Cinco cachet of it all and I feel like we've really talked it to death already well <sighs> we we do have to get into like the, the sexy decoys right we didn't really talk about who these new ladies are yes first I think uh, we should bring up Isaiah comes in in a helicopter uh, he's very handsome I I think he's probably toxic as hell based on his appearance, just for everyone's <laughs> information. Yeah, I don't feel like I know a ton about him yet, but as of what I've seen, I like him. I think it is more um, having negative feelings about many of the other men in the villa that is making him stand out currently. But so far, Isaiah, the 25-year-old personal trainer, seems just fine. Yeah, he's very handsome. He has beautiful eyes. Everyone keeps again, talking about his eyes. Someone that comes in and says, like, all about the bro code, but as soon as I come into Love Island, like, that's out the window. Sorry. So, again, they know what they're here for. Yeah. Does this happen every season, right? Like, every season, oh, yeah. they come in with the same. Like, do we see any, like, any really heated confrontations going on? Or is it always kind of like these cold wars that we see on this, on the, these last few episodes? It really depends. I feel like some of them do get, like, a lot more heated. Oh, yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Well, I wondered because on this, on these last few episodes, it just kind of seemed like we were just like hinting around, like, you know, kind of like when someone gets jealous, we just showed that person making a lot of like jealous, like side eye and deep sighs and like saying snide comments. But I was wondering if it ever comes to like a full blown out argument over somebody. What is this, season three? Um, n- never in US. Like things do not get very, uh, interesting in the u.s version uh compared to the uk version um but uh yeah i mean none of these people are worth fighting over i mean don't get me wrong i'd fight for trina um <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah. chappelle okay I, just, I, I, I would if she's like fight for me i'm like well i should love myself more but also, I don't. I just think there are good people on both sides. <laughs> and we should hear them out. Like, uh, we can't just jump to conclusions. Yeah. I should fight and just see what Chappelle happens. Chappelle will fight. You're going to fight Cinco for Trina? Oh, God, no. No, I'm not going to fight Cinco for Trina. I'm like, they're not going to last. I'll fight her for whatever like schmuck she ends up with when she leaves the island. Okay. You know? Perfect. You know? what? I was like, yeah, Chappelle, are you trying to die? No, like. If I was like threatening to like assault him, like like with like a foreign object or something, then maybe like that would be that would probably be like. Oh my god! So I'm I'm not gonna fight, take a fight that I'm gonna lose. Jeez. Oh my god. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> um, Isaiah and Amy seem to have uh cute vibes. Uh, they're both hot, and we don't know a lot about them, so I think they're a perfect couple. Agreed. <laughs> um, I mean certainly better than isaiah and shannon which like briefly gets felt out yeah and certainly better than amy and jeremy jeremy 
it, it's bad because even when they bring up Isaiah and the Shannon moment, they're like, everyone's telling her like, well, look, Josh, Josh is not the one for you. So maybe you should be trying to look at Isaiah if Amy's not that interested. And I honestly don't think she is. And so, you know, but I guess with the pairings that are available, then yeah, I guess this is cool. Yeah. And I feel, okay. I feel like the Tuesday episode as a whole was a big nothing burger other than the kissing booth game. Uh, so basically, uh, I mean, you can feel free to jump in if you disagree, Scott. I feel like I've gotten nothing See, from it. I think the kissing booth game was a big nothing burger. Well, I like the, <laughs> I, the only thing I liked about it was that, um, Kira got upset that her kiss got ranked, uh, nine out of 10. So basically the men are blindfolded and the women have to go and kiss all of the men. And then the men say how many dollars to one to 10 that kiss was worth. And then, um, the person whose kiss is worth the most money wins. And I just thought it was really funny that, um, Will gives Kira a nine and then tries to justify it by saying, Oh, I thought you were a different girl. I didn't realize it was the girl I've been kissing this whole time. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's worse. Like, oh my God, Will, I think it would have been better for you to just say, I thought that kiss was a nine out of 10. We You've can done achieve, better. We can achieve a hotter <laughs> kiss than that, Kira. And I wanted to leave the door open rather than going, oh yeah, I just thought you were somebody else. It's so she's like, oh, a new girl comes in and you're grabbing ass in the first five seconds. Like, great. That feels good. I mean, he did kiss wow. Shannon and Amy. <laughs> True. <laughs> and I mean, he he gave her. I mean, like if a new girl comes in, and even though he's grabbing a little ass, he only gave her a nine. It was nine out of ten. Like it's not like he said. I thought it was a new person. It was a ten out of ten. Then you should feel threatened. But a nine, eh, you got some wiggle room. You're, you're the only ten. Yeah, yeah. But ultimately, the reason I usually am very happy about the kissing booth game. Uh, you know, people are usually pretty into it if you start it this early, but. The editing of it being like, okay, all the guys went and Isaiah and Will went tied for first. And here's four out of five of the girls or six of the girls. And like, here's what they do. And they kiss three guys each. Like, you really gave us the bare minimum on this. We'll put this on like the Paramount Plus if that's what you need to do. But I feel like we saw like, you know, the best of it. But it was, uh, you know, scraps. I, I, I really felt like the whole Tuesday episode was just kind of nothing, truly. Uh, but we do find out that Jeremy is the worst kisser. All of the girls agree. Jeremy is the worst. Mm-hmm. My guy's going out sad. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, we do get uh, information that Corey had a good kiss with Olivia. Um, Cash is like, I'm trying to grow, so I'm not going to cut Cinco off yet. Kira testing waters with Will. Yeah, t- testing waters was uh, in regards to bedroom things, it seemed like, oh. because Cash follows it up with that she was knocking on doors she should not have been knocking on. Wooden doors. Doors <laughs> made of wood is what she said. Okay, Cash. When you know they had the night vision camera on the Cash and uh, Cinco while they were in the bed, and like they make sure they show the moment when their hands looks right underneath the covers. And I was like, "Are y'all listen? I'm, I'm still not comfortable with seeing these people in these bedrooms with each other, inches away from each other, doing these things. Like I would wake up and probably vomit if I heard some of the sounds that they probably hear in the middle of the night. Like it's it's not cool. I don't love that, but it happens. I guess it's just what you signed up for." You should watch early Love Island UK. 
<laughs> yes. Well, there's um, it's one of the most iconic moments in reality TV history, in my opinion. Um, the girl uh, doesn't want to have full sex under the covers in the group bedroom because it will get shown on TV and her dad will see it. So she says, well, let's have sex on top of the covers. And then they can't show that on TV. But they show it on TV. Excuse me? <laughs> I love foreign films. <laughs> love how you pay, you say. Let's uh-huh. sign up for that. <laughs> subscribe to Paramount Plus over there. Yeah, uh, they did the, the full penne uh, of oh the covers and it got shown. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's, oh man. Poor father. <laughs> uh, Trina decides to interrupt Cinco's workout to talk to him. Is that the right time to interrupt a man? No. And I was confused because, like, we are not on a timeline. The recoupling's not coming up. Like, we have all day. What are you she doing? She wants he answers. She has her eyes on the prize. She's like, look, I heard y'all last night. Y'all were doing things. So. I need you to stop doing things with her so you can be with me. Like mm-hmm. I, I see that she is, she's making a move to solidify y'all's relationship. And I know that I have a limited amount of time because eventually like I'm, you know, cachet is going to open up and y'all are going to have this sweet fairy tale moment of like her finally letting her guard down and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, no, 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 no. I don't want to be stuck on this show with someone I don't like. So I need to get you. And so I don't blame her again. This is a competition, you know? Mm-hmm. I think that's super possible. I also think it's possible that production was like, hey, you're going on a girl's trip this afternoon, so get moving. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're that not going to have time it. later. <laughs> oh, yeah, that too. That oh. could be it. Let, can we talk about the girl's trip a little bit? Uh, absolutely, yeah, because I don't think anything really comes up before the girl's trip anyway. So, um, yeah, the girls get a day out to have drinks and uh, macarons uh, while making lays. Yeah, so... I really like that they're all hanging out at the villa or whatever. And then he's like, I got a text. And I'm like, okay, I'm getting used to this. I'm figuring out the like the yeah. show. But I also kind of like the idea that the narrator, because he's very like, uh, he's, he's very like funny and like. Yeah, uh, Matt Hoffman. Yeah, but I, I like the idea that Matt Hoffman. His name is Matt Hoffman. He's a different Matt Hoffman though. Okay, I was going to say big brother Matt Hoffman is that? It? No, wow. no. Him, the talent. Um, but um, no, I like the idea that he is sending these text messages um, himself, right? Like, so we know it's just a narrator, but and these text messages are probably generated by whatever the producers algorithm mm-hmm. is or whatever. But I really like the idea that it's actually the narrator saying like, y'all are getting kind of boring. Let's spice this up. Let's send out yeah. a girl so y'all can have girl talk. Because the, the hashtags are like lays and whatever, and then like spill the tea. It's like, okay, obviously we have these two women in this cold war over this man. Let's put them in a situation where they have to discuss it. Yeah, it's like, hey, uh, hide, hide your mans, hide, hide your wife. Hey, hide your kids because everybody <laughs> out here. Oh. <laughs> um yeah so they go and i feel like uh olivia was really directing the girls uh getaway of like so who do you think is the sketchiest who do you think is the best uh blah blah like blah 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 blah. like i can't every time olivia opens her mouth i'm like i've had enough of you i thought she was the host of the show because i forgot who she was i said oh look they brought in this woman to moderate (laughs) i was like oh no ariel you would have known if it was ariel because she's like so socially awkward (laughs) 
that Olivia is not. But yeah, she started moderating the conversation. I was like, oh, that was great for them to bring in this professional. And then I thought, oh, wait, that's Olivia. I'm so sorry. Um, yeah, I did like the question she was asking. My favorite question is, which guy do you think is the sketchiest? Because they're all like, it's Josh. Josh. Like, <laughs> Shannon's like, I know, but still. Like, no, Shannon, no. Stop it. She's like, but we've been hooking up and it's fun. So I think it's it's okay. Like, he's not sketchy. Like, he's a reformed bad boy. Yeah. It's so... Uh, and while this is going on, this is when we have, like, the cachet moment of her sitting next to Trina yes. and being like, like, hey, you know, I, I know you're a second option girl, but I'm just going through right now. <laughs> and Trina's like, it's really offensive to me that you would call me a second option when I'm really the first option. He just doesn't know how to hurt your feelings. That was almost verbatim what she said, which is wild because they're sitting next to each other, calling each other's friends, like not even 10 minutes before the episode, like in that episode, they were like, we're sisters. I would never do that to another sister. You just <laughs> sat next to this sister and said that the only reason he's even with you is because he doesn't want to come off like a bad guy and hurt anyone's you your feelings. I was like, this is cutting. Turn it up. Well, and what I absolutely love is I love how it's portrayed. Like Trina's like, yeah, gosh, I'm really happy that you're speaking your truth. Uh, and um, Cash is like, yeah, the, like this is my reality. Like, I'm sure you have a perspective on it too. Trina's like, yeah, but like, I'm speaking my truth. It's like, oh, the, the correct truth is mine. My and truth. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. It's so dramatic, but the real reason for the girls' trip is to bring these new women into the villa to hang out with the boys. So we get um, Leanne, um, Leanne, who is 28 from Texas. Uh, represent from H Town. She's my people. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, Florida, who is 27 from Miami. Uh, and she has a, uh, she says men want to say, um, mommy in the bedroom. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable. No comment. <laughs> uh, like I've got to, I've just got to say for the record, like I, uh, I've always been very, um, open about how I think it's really gross when people call romantic partners daddy. And I think this is equally as gross. <laughs> um, I mean, Sometimes gross is fun. Yeah, there's there's good people on both sides. Then we should. I just think we should it out. <laughs> I just think we should have a conversation. Gosh, um, with those people, who they are. And then we get uh, Roxy, who's 24, originally from the UK, but she now lives in Scottsdale, Arizona. Standard move. It's right. really normal. <laughs> from the UK uh, to God's waiting room. <laughs> that's the devil's waiting room, right? Where people go to die. <laughs> Sorry. No disrespect hey, to all our uh, I hope the best of you are doing okay. Listen, I'd rather you. be dead in California than alive in Arizona. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> uh, Roxy, we find out she really lays the accent on thick uh, when she wants to attract men. So good for okay. you, Roxy. Get yeah. it, girl. It's a move. Um, I thought it was really cute when they came in and Giovanni's like, hey, we just had some barbecue. Are you girls hungry? Have you had anything to eat? Like, ah, I love him now. I was like, maybe I know he's a douche, but is he a lovable douche? And I'm like, oh, he's such a lovable douche. He had him. done 
basically nothing until this episode. Let's be honest. Like he was there and he was nice and he was cute. And now this episode, like the plucky underdog <laughs> got all three <laughs> dates and he's like being nice and gets oh, airtime no, finally. About Corey. No, you're talking about Corey. Giovanni's the one who asked if everyone was hungry and I am now and in love I with him. I mixed up names on the sheet. That's just, what happened. No, he's just the MC. He was just the MC. You know, he's talking to other girls. He was doing like the wingman thing. Like, yeah. oh, what do you like? What do you like? What do you like? I think that little bit of that is driven by his uh, like loveless relationship that he's currently in on the show. So I like, I'm look, just give me something. It's but, like imagine emotions from other people. Right, right. Like, oh you oh my gosh, people actually like can smile and talk to me and have a good conversation. That's great. Who knew? Um, yeah, who knew? But yeah, Corey eventually does get in the mix a little bit because you know he does get the what do you call it, plucky underdog <laughs> edit? <laughs> yeah, he sure does. Um, so basically what we're seeing is that um right away um Leanne is is going for Cinco. She's a messy queen. She is a messy queen. I have questions. Okay, listen. See, they show them the show before they bring the decoys on. Yeah, the when, show? like when you're waiting to join, you can be watching the show. Mm-hmm. Okay, that yeah. is interesting. Chappelle I, wants to be on Love Island so bad. He's in shen- season four. It's just shenanigans always get my attention. Like when you have. Like this woman, Leanne, she knows she wants Cinco. She's been watching him for like three episodes, four episodes at this point. She knows exactly what to say. They're like, these other women are not saying to him. So she comes in and she's just like, oh, we have the same words of affirm- like words of affirmation that are uh, love language. What a coincidence. I didn't just finish watching you for five episodes. You know, <laughs> cumulative 27 hours well, of television. And the thing that's beautiful that if you keep up with the show and see, like at some point, new people will come in and then they can pull someone aside and be like, hey, no one is telling you about how this person is mistreating you. You need to know the truth. I love this. Let's do it. <laughs> it's beautiful. Now, okay, Scally and I, like a, a peek behind the curtain, Scally and I are sharing notes for um, this podcast and he, he, he highlights things and I'm like, do you want me to bring that up? Do you no. want to say it? Well, like, why? What's happening? I was highlighting where we were in the notes at that point. Okay. I was like, eh, am I supposed to say it? Like, what are you talking no. about? Um, we also then get uh, Isaiah and Roxy have a little moment. So they seem like they're clicking, but we also know nothing about them at all. Nope. They're just two beautiful strangers to me. Mm. Yeah, well, because Isaiah talks about how coming in late is not where he would usually be comfortable. I'm sure everyone wants to be the stars of the show coming in early. Everyone wants to be an OG Islander. Yeah, but he especially he says basically that um, he likes to lead in a relationship. So maybe him and Leanne would do well because she is not looking to wear the pants. Isaiah very much is looking to wear the pants. And so I think that he feels probably with um amy coming in earlier than him maybe it's a little bit of a dynamic that he is not used to yeah so i think isaiah and roxy might be competition it could be a it could be a thing um and then yeah Corey uh immediately was really into florida uh they're both again very beautiful people. Um, we find out she's like my friends call me Flower. And it's like they really can't put in the effort to just say your your name in the language <laughs> of your name. Really, <laughs> you had to translate for them. They, they they really can't. 
I can't remember Florida. No, it's a beautiful name. I just mm-hmm. it's not hard. Friends call me Flower, <laughs> like the skunk and Bambi. <laughs> like okay. What was the um? Was it Florida who said she likes nice guys? I think she. Yeah, she. Like, yeah. 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 So, so maybe this is the person we've been waiting on to scoop, yeah, but scoop our core. Yeah. Florida also described herself as goofy, and I'm not seeing that. <laughs> She's so silly. I did not. I liked it. Was um Roxy was the one who was like, I wasn't always hot. I had to develop a personality, and I thought that was um very funny and relatable. <laughs> I do also like. I feel like we do get a lot of men with tattoos on the show, and I think they specifically go out of their way to get men that are heavily tattooed on the show at the point. And I feel like Florida is one of the first women who is pretty heavily tattooed on the show. So That's happy like about that. Looking at Love Island UK where everyone's all tatted up. <laughs> um, so the girls come back and find out that there are new women there. They're not. Ha- Shannon is not happy because she does not like when new women come in. Is Shannon ever happy? Shannon <laughs> may have never been happy in her life, ever. Um, this was fun because let, let's talk about my girl Leanne. Okay. okay. She sees Cachet. And this is what I'm talking about. These women out here, they're fighting these cold wars. She has just told us the, the watcher is like, I'm after Cinco. I want Cinco. This is why I'm here. Call me Mrs. Steal Your Girl because I'm marrying this man, like in, 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 you know, stealing of other people's, you know, people. And she runs up to Cache immediately and goes, oh my God, I've been dying to meet you. And I was like, oh, she's horrible. I love it. Like, what do you mean you've been dying to meet her? You want her, man. What you- Y'all cannot be friends. It's not okay. It's not okay. I love that moment so much because I was just like, oh, I, I think Cache watches his back and is just like, you horrible, horrible woman. How did you see? No, I think, can- I think they'll end up being friends. Yeah, you can be friends know. first and then go after the same person. You can't go after the same person and then become friends on the show. <laughs> That's the problem here is right. Leanne's coming in and saying, I'm going after Cinco. I'm going to, you know, insert myself as a fourth wheel here, but <laughs> expecting then also, oh my God, me and Cache. And I, love the moment of her like you're inspiring like I love how you like came out here and didn't feel the need to wear your wig like I want to do what you do but I think that maybe she might not find herself in Cache to be as close had he not already decided he wanted to be with Trina already that's true that is true yeah it, um, it, it's just not Cache's the head is not in the game I just want her to like ugh. I want her to win I don't know if I want her to win the money but I want her to win at life and I just feel like she's just letting these other women just like out maneuver her, right? Like, uh, you, this 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 new woman, Leanne, comes in and she just like pulls the wool right over her eyes from the very beginning. So she's never going to suspect that this woman is going to make a move on Cinco because she came in and instantly was like, "No, I want to meet you. I love you. I support you." And really, what she's thinking is, "I just want you to let your guard down so I can sneak in and get this guy." See, wow. but maybe Cash will be all for that now that Cinco has chosen Trina. Like, Ooh. yeah, get in Ooh. there. Yeah, get him. <laughs> yes. That's even better. Like, oh, yeah, you didn't choose me. Now let me send in Leanne to do my dirty work. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, we do get uh, the public voted on dates for these women. And uh, Corey won every single one. Corey is going on a date with all of them. And now you might have thought, 
okay, Corey will go sit at a table and the women will cycle through. No, all three women, they go on a three-on-one date, Mm. which is just sitting at a table eating like some charcuterie. It was so stupid. Because like you said, first of all, either you do one at a time, you get a real date where you can actually have a conversation rather than talking about like, oh, do you like Backstreet Boys versus NSYNC? Luckily, he has the right answer in NSYNC. Hey, that's important. What if he had said Backstreet Boys? Then we need to kick his ass off the show. Corey would never have said Backstreet Boys. So y'all are supporting Corey in this wrong opinion. Okay. BSB is everything, and I won't stand for these lies. Sorry, uh, Scally and I are actually '90s babies, so mm, ew, and I mean ew. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but really, the better alternative here is basically pull Corey aside and say, "You won the date. Like, who would you actually want to go on a date with?" He picks one, and then let's get the runners up in there. Like, yes. other people should be going on these dates. I'm sorry, Corey. You could talk to them in the villa, but. I, I am not interested in a three-on-one at all. Yeah, we, we got nothing. We, we got nothing from this, but they had a great time. Maybe, you know what? If they wanted to all four of them be in a couple with each other, I'd be there for that. Yes, yes. I would support that. That would have been so much. First of all, it made better television, but also I think it would have been something that we could get behind, like as far as for Corey, like, okay. Like now he's like in a position where he's honestly... You know, we we don't love when people are like, I'm a nice guy, but he does seem like a generally nice. Like, he, this sounds like a nice, like, I a nice kid. I don't you know? think he has really been on the show so much being like, oh, I'm just a nice guy. Like, I feel like other people are calling him one, mm-hmm. which is how yeah. you know someone is genuinely nice. They don't have to tell right. you other people will. I know, I get it all the time. But listen, oh, I, shut I would, up. Like, as, a nice, as a nice guy, I, oh, no, uh, I I want Corey to find someone, and I don't think this is the most you know this is the most beneficial way to find someone. Because even if you are in a group setting and you do start to click with one person, I don't think he's the type of person to be like, "Hey, can y'all kind of let me have this moment with Florida if that's the mm-hmm. one who I like?" You know, and and I, I blame America. Why would you vote for him to have three dates? I know it's probably maybe production stepped in, maybe there's some shenanigans, but no, saying, this there's no way so this here. is what production wanted. They wanted yeah. Cinco on dates. If this is what they wanted, they're wrong. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. They're, this is incorrect from whoever made it possible because you definitely want Cinco in here somewhere, um, especially with Mrs. Steal Your Girl just standing there waiting in the wings. <laughs> oh, and another thing, let me go back to Mrs. Steal Your Girl. I have so many opinions about this thing. Okay. So when they get ready to go to this little mixer before Corey gets his dates, they they showed they showed Cachet and uh, Leanne walking together and bonding. And then in the back, you got Cinco walking arm in arm with Trina. Cachet, get your head in the game. What are you doing? You're like, I'm just pushing him away. That's not cute. Stop that. Stop that. If you don't want this man, fine. But we want $100,000. We do want that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 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 I just want her. You're right. Win. win at life. Why don't you want this? You are right. Um, at the, and then at the, at the party, uh, Cash and Cinco like have a moment where Cash kisses him. It does not seem like he's that into it, but she's like, you have to decide by midnight because uh, you can't hook up with me tonight and then pick someone else tomorrow. Um, Trina and Cinco have the moment where Cinco's like, "Mm, I want to focus on you. And then it's like, well, got to tell Cash. And then that's it. Yeah, I don't know. I was yet. I had mixed feelings on like the ultimatum of it all. I feel like I guess it's been a couple days kind of reasonable. But at the same time, like, I mean, man. I do understand being like, listen, 
I can't be hooking up with you every night. And then you're just like, not even going to pick me. Like, I feel like it's definitely can be a good move uh, with someone to be like, listen, are we friends? Are we dating? What are we doing? Um, that's fair, but it came across very much like pick one of us by midnight. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, maybe he wants Leanne now. Maybe he wants Leanne now. And, maybe. and you know what? That would that would be horrible to like horrible in real life, but like great television. Um, <laughs> like, and, I, and I want the best for literally all the people on this show. I do. I really do. I don't have any reason to dislike. Yeah, but people want the, the best show. for me and Scally more. And listen, I'm always going to pick me first, okay? I want TV. <laughs> <laughs> so if they if these people have to fight and Leanne has to come in and it's and sneak in and you know and kind of ruin some things and shake some things up for TV, I'll take it. But I definitely don't like seeing Trina and Cachet in this position. It just seems like it seems like if they're in a power struggle for the, this relationship, then they are obviously they're losing. Cinco is winning this, and that is not what we came here to see. They need to get either they need to get on the same page or they need to define whatever it is that they want so that they can go find that because them like in a power struggle with this guy and basically fighting against each other for him is just it's not it's not great. I don't love it. This is not it. Yeah. Agreed. Is there anything that we did not address? I feel like we addressed most of it. Do In looking at, <laughs> I'm curious because it's funny. We've talked about all of these people at this point, all of these couples. And the thing is, I feel like they all have some flaws in looking at the couples. And I can remind you if you need reminding of who is currently like officially coupled up, who you okay. actually would be rooting for um, <laughs> moving forward with there is Amy and Jeremy. Kira and Will, Cash and Cinco, Olivia and Giovanni, Trina and Corey, and Shannon and Josh. So to be fair, we're rooting for nobody here. Yes. Uh, (laughs) When when Kira and Will seem to be the strongest couple of what we have so far, and they are built on a foundation of sand, uh, (laughs) we're in a a tough spot here. Yeah. I don't know. Do you think Will is genuinely into Kira? I think more genuinely into Kira than Josh and Shannon are into each other, which means that they're the most genuine couple. It doesn't mean that they're like actually strong or that into each other, but just the most. I think that's fair. I I think that none of these couples are locked in for me. Any one of them (laughs) could be broken up at any time. Usually I feel like this point we have a little bit more of like an idea of at least one couple that's going to last a couple weeks uh but i'm also not complaining i feel like we have strong enough characters and enough history between some of these people that even if the couples aren't established like we're fine yeah what how long does this show normally last Uh, i said about six weeks jeez i feel like so much has happened in five days yeah and now i'm just like Y'all do this for six weeks. Not first of all, the two of y'all to cover this. I mean, it, for, this is wild, just in general. So I mean, look at y'all doing doing the work. We love to see it. But them to put themselves through this for six weeks, like by week two, you should have your couple and you should be solid in y'all's plan to win the money. Like I just don't see myself at week four. Like I don't know if I like this guy. I might bring so. It's been four weeks and you haven't decided. I need. 
By week two, you should be strategizing how to get some of these other losers out of here. That's what I'm looking for. I, yeah. I, wow, the, the put yourself through this is is incredible. It's I I had honestly, no clue I'm gonna start a GoFundMe to get plastic surgery to become Love Island hot because like I know I'm hot, but I'm not Love Island hot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna become Love Island hot, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna go and I'm gonna game the system. We talk about this every year, but uh, I think it's time. <laughs> So, so you're going to start with like getting your, your shins done. You just need to be a little bit taller. Yeah, I'm going to get my shins done. I'm going to get, you know, that Botox, um, mm-hmm. you know, make sure I've got those eyelash extensions on point, hair extensions, nails have to be there, you know. Yeah, and I will cover the season with Scally and we can talk oh, about there it. There we go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Iconic. Iconic. <laughs> All right. I did take one quote away from this show and I thought this was really cool. And it did come from our nice guy, Corey. He said, if it didn't, if it don't last more than five years, don't spend more than five minutes stressing about it. I've never heard that before in my life, but I kind of think that's amazing. And I want it forever. Like I want to hold it. Tell me you're a seven without telling me you're a seven. No, but it's real. (laughs) Get out of my face. I dare you. (laughs) Oh, flip this table. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if it was if it doesn't if it has it if, if it's not going to matter in five years yeah. don't worry about it for more than five minutes basically uh, that's not what i said now listen i think it I, was like if it's not gonna last five years oh i yeah. thought it was if it's not gonna matter in five years. i thought if it didn't last five years now now we have to go back and rework the footage because those are very oh, different honestly things. All three are good sayings. Valid. <laughs> the situation is, listen, when you're someone with anxiety, you don't know if something's going to matter in five years. That's true. That is true. But I did think it was a uh, it was a cool quote, and I think I want to hang on to that one. I, I, I think that could be something that a lot of people could take away from. Like, it's, does this matter in the grand scheme of life? No. Then don't stress yourself out about it. You know, don't put yourself through that. If you don't have to, love yourself. Yeah, great I, advice. Simply don't worry about things. Yeah. <laughs> I did like uh, the quote, and I don't have it written down, but it was from our very own Matt Hoffman talking about Josh going to have a conversation by the big old empty heart on the cliff, uh, a.k.a. Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> thought that was he, a good one. He read her for Phil. Yeah. <laughs> He's so me. My favorite thing was when he said, like, uh, like my communist gym coach used to say, that's not good enough. And I was like, what? <laughs> that came out, like, out, out of nowhere because I guess that's the only uh, situation they could think of um, where a 9 out of 10 wouldn't be good enough. <laughs> <laughs> he's so good oh, I, yeah it's so good okay I think that's I think we've come to the end I think I think we're done here Chappelle thank you so much for joining us today and being the first guest of the season yes I enjoyed it I definitely came here to get cancelled so yeah for all the feedback at uh, Kirsten McKinnis of course on Twitter ah! You know how to reach her. Kirsten said what on Twitter? Don't, please do not tell me about all the horrible things I said. I know I said it. Uh, talk to Kirsten. She let me say it. So there oh you go. Oh my God. <laughs> she let me say it. And Scully invited me on the show there to please blame, not me. Uh... Um, but <laughs> I did appreciate y'all like inviting me into your world of hot dummies on the island. It was so much fun. Uh, I am going to follow the show. I may not sit through any more hour and a half, two hour long episodes, but if there's some good stuff, let me know, and I will definitely check it out. I want to hear the feedback for sure about these, these next, what, four weeks of episodes, so I'll be uh, keeping one eye open. Okay, well, we will uh, we'll keep you informed uh, with our podcast that you are obligated as our friend to continue listening to. <laughs> would not be the first time. <laughs> and uh, Chappelle, if people want to hear more from you, where can they find you? 
Uh, you can find me at Chappelle's underscore show on Twitter. Um, you can find some of my works on uh, Rob has a podcast uh, doing the, I guess it's RHAP Rewind every week with Rob Sestanino. I think this week we are supposed to be talking about, oh, it's Joe Live. That's what it is. This week we are talking about Joe Millionaire, I believe. And so that'll be fun. Um, but yeah, I'm just hanging out, like I said, uh, talking about Big Brother whenever they will allow me to, and mostly tweeting inside jokes with y'all. I mean, that's what I do all day now. So I, I wouldn't trade it for the world. Thank y'all. What a dream. And Scally, if people want to hear more from you, where can they find you? Well, as always, anything I'm doing, I'll talk about over on Twitter at Brian underscore Scally, where soon we'll, I'm sure, be tweeting out a link to a... Uh, the challenge is coming back <laughs> too soon in my book, but the challenge <laughs> is coming back and uh, got to sit down with Matt Ligori, Ali Lasher and Brian Cohen to do a must lose draft on the new cast talking about everybody over there. So that should be coming out soon over on the Dom and Colin podcast feed, as well as uh, once the challenge is back in uh, under a month now, we'll be talking about <laughs> that over there as well. Way too soon. Uh, incredible. Uh, and if people want to hear more from me, I was just on the uh, RHAP Top 40 Survivor Season Countdown for the number 12 best season, uh, Millennials versus Gen X. Had a lot of fun with Rob and Asia. Uh, you can uh, also listen to my BoJack Horseman rewatch podcast, BoJack Horse Pod with Lindsay Wilson. Uh, and uh, catch me on those these Big Brother streets as well over on the Big Brother feed. And uh, you can follow me on all social media at Kirsten Said What, including twitch.tv slash Kirsten Said What. We will be recording our next episode on a Friday evening. Uh, we think we have a great guest locked in, but it's not 100% confirmed. So I'm not going to I'm not going to announce it yet. Uh, but we uh, will we'll catch you in uh, three days. <laughs> Goodbye. Well, you've come to the wrong place. Kirsten and Scally Well they don't know a thing And the men that they cast on this show Are truly a disgrace So we don't care About the love that might be there Yeah we just want to see the drama